Hi, I'm Martina. I love caprese salad and my morning doesn't start until I have a cup of coffee. Hi, I'm Valeria. I love adding gochujang paste to my tofu and I've recently been experimenting with vegan pastry. Hello, hello and welcome back to another episode of At My Table. Hi Valeria, what are you? Yeah, I'm good. Still have a cold though. Still? Yes. <laughs> I'm starting to have one, so I will join soon. Oh, lucky you. Also, it's been so cold outside. Yeah, that's true, but it's so Christmas at the same time. I know, I know. But also, like, when you go back home after working all day, it's in the dark. The first thing you want to do is stuck into something comforting. Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, maybe today we could talk about comfort food. I think that's a good idea. I think okay. a lot of people are in our situation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let's start. Okay, the first thing I want to ask you is what is comfort food? I think it's you know, it's not something that necessarily universal, but I think if you think of comfort food, um, I think of things like mac and cheese or like comforting like thick soups or, you know, like maybe pasta dishes that are very creamy. So it feels to me, like it looks like to me as if it has to be something that's warm and it has to be something that's like creamy or cheesy or something like that. So either both of these elements or at least one of them to kind of make them quite comforting. Yeah, I, I fully agree. Indeed, when I'm thinking from my perspective, what is a comfort food for me, um, I'm looking for some soaps. And, uh, oh yeah, one thing that I really love is, I don't know if you know, is pasta fagioli, which actually this translation is pasta with beans. Yeah. Um, and I often use cannellini to make them. I don't know. Mm, yeah, have you it's heard that creamy, before? Yeah, it's. I think you know it's probably quite <clears throat> weird for people that are listening to us are not Italian, uh, but it's something that definitely like my grandmother or something used to make. I I have only rarely had it though. And another thing is that I have a completely different comfort food, a type of comfort food when I'm in Italy compared to where mm. I'm in the UK. What about you? Then I will tell you mine. I, you know, I think that's also like hitting the nail on the head because despite the fact that we say, oh, you know, it has to be quite cheesy and quite warm. I also think it's got to do with childhood and the things you grew up with. Oh, yeah. You know, the ideal comfort. 100%. So um, it probably looks different for everyone. But definitely I think when I'm at home um, in Italy, for me, it's going to be like a really nice, thick, homemade uh, minestrone soup. Um, while when I'm here in the UK, it's surprisingly more... red. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Minestrone is like not <laughs> the minestrone we grew up with. It's very different here in the UK. But um, it but just... it's good as well. It's just different. Yeah, it's just it's something completely different. But it, it still deserves being eaten. Um, but yeah, when I'm in the UK, my comfort food is a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh yeah, so quite simple. I expected something more. <laughs> I don't know, more soupy. <laughs> I know, I know. And I do love all of that stuff. But, you know, if it's a cold day and I'm feeling a bit groggy and a bit sorry for myself and I just want the comfort, it will 100% be a grilled cheese sandwich. Do you have a sweet tooth? I used to have much more of a sweet tooth than I do have now. At the moment, I'm feeling quite savoury. Yeah, same. 
But what what are your two different um, comfort foods? You said you have a different one in Italy and a different one in the UK. Yeah, so the the one I said before, mm-hmm. I, it works in both countries to me, but definitely when I'm in Italy, I'd say uh, very, very simple place, white pasta. Yeah. And I don't know, as you said, it reminds me of my childhood, and it's something that uh, you cannot go wrong with that, you mm-hmm. know? It's just uh, pasta, uh, parmesan, and oil. Olive oil, so... Oh, you do olive oil, we do butter. <laughs> and while here in UK, I would say that um, maybe um, pumpkin velutata. Mm, nice. Or whatever has creamy pumpkin or creamy potatoes. <laughs> oh, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> I, I go for it. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really... Because, you know, when... Here, where I live in London, and it's the majority of time, as you know, it's gloomy yeah. <laughs> and rainy. And when you go back home after the sunset at 4 p.m., yeah. it's so nice to have that type of food. So I'm sure our listeners will we, we yeah. understand. I think we're all craving kind of a warm hug in a bowl. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I feel like, again, I was thinking like another thing that would probably really work is ramen. Yeah. Like, I would love to go back home and just have a big bowl of ramen. That's also, like, a really good one. Yeah, now also that you know the authentic recipe, because I remember you have a friend that lived in Japan. Yes. Yeah, and she cooked for me when she came back from um, uh, from Japan for one of her holidays, and she made me the best ramen of my life, which was a Tantanmen ramen. And um, How is it done? Um, basically, you do the base with, she used tahini, I think some recipes even use peanut butter and some um, chili oil, and that becomes the base of your bowl. And then, Sorry, not miso? No, that's the thing, There's, um, you do then a miso broth with some, soy, so, uh, with some sorry, soy milk as well, and then separately, we did it vegan, so uh, we crumbled some tofu, put some soy sauce and kind of cooked it up until it became quite crispy and then you cook your noodles so it's like a lot of different steps so then you have at the bottom of the bowl you have this kind of cream in a way or paste that's quite spicy then you put the broth then you put the noodles and some bok choy if you have it and then you put the tofu as a topping and then with your chopstick you kind of mix it all up and so the paste kind of spreads evenly throughout the bowl and so the the whole bowl becomes quite um spicy and nutty and it's so delicious and it's just like i could eat that every day of my life oh please this should turn in one recipe of your blog yeah <laughs> i should i should ask her if i can um, put it up from a blog but yeah no it was delicious and since we are on the topic i wanted to ask you if you can uh, if you can tell our listeners um if you have comfort food recipes on your blog I definitely do. Um, I especially pastas, I think. So I have a really nice creamy pumpkin and bacon pasta, which is really really nice, if I may say so myself. And uh, <laughs> also I have a spe- speedy sausage ragu, which is always a big hit, and that is quite comforting and nice. Um, I also have um, a few soups and curries as well. There are plenty of curries, both vegan and chicken curries. And I feel like they are also quite comforting. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I remember I tried one of your curry recently. I cooked in this slow cooker and oh, came nice. up so well. I mean, you know when I was working, I put the, all the curry stuff in the in the slow cooker mm. and uh, I start smelling. Yes, the, <laughs> all over uh, the kitchen and also. Yeah, yeah, there's just the aroma and it's so good because you're working or when or sometimes you come back home and the slow cooker is bubbling and you can smell it and you know what's what's coming. Lush. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing, like slow cookers, they are perfect for comfort food. So at the moment, we both said that we don't really have a sweet tooth. Um, and so we associate comfort food with more kind of savoury dishes. Um, but there might be some listeners that do actually have a raging sweet tooth. And uh, <laughs> so in case that happened, um, what kind of um, sweet foods or desserts or whatever would you consider comfort foods? I'm thinking to pancakes at the moment. Mm, pancakes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see that. Definitely because they're fluffy and they can be like, like you can put syrup all over it and that's quite nice. And it's a morning thing. Yeah. But I don't know, like I'm also thinking like brownies, like do you know the cherry brownies that I have? Oh, the Black Forest one. Yes, correct. Okay. Um, oh, they were so good. We did for, <laughs> for Easter. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yes, uh, I think, you know, because you put the dark chocolate and the cherries in the brownies and then they bake and then they become all like gooey um, inside and kind of fudgy. They, to me, they are very comforting. I would definitely think of that as like a, a sweet comfort food. Okay, okay, Valeria, it's now timing of our extra helping of the day. So all ears now right today's extra helping has to do with pancakes um as mentioned by martina and has to do with comfort food so i have discovered a while ago that the best fluffy american style buttermilk pancake style um you can have are actually made by separating the whites of the eggs from the yolk and actually you have to beat the whites until they're all like white and fluffy and foamy and then slowly incorporating them into the pancake dough or the pancake batter um at the end and that will make the fluffiest and smoothest pancakes that you will ever have. And it will make them rise much more than they would have originally if you hadn't separated the yolks from the whites. Perfect. The exact opposite of what I have done so far. <laughs> That's the reason why instead of pancakes and fluffy, I had rocks. <laughs> Bricks. No, you did not. You did not. They were absolutely fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's so similar to the tiramisu, to the principle, to the yeah. tiramisu. Yeah, I think it really changes the composition of it, you know, it makes it so airy and fluffy and stuff, and it's perfect in the batter. So, yeah. Do you um, know if it's also possible to get this for vegan pancakes? I think, yes, if you empty a can of chickpeas and use the water from the can of chickpeas, the aquafaba, and you beat that up until it becomes all foamy and white, I think you'd get the exact same results. Oh my god, I would never thought about it. But that's really interesting for our vegan friends. And 
afraid we are at the end of today's podcast. Thanks so much for listening and from us at my table. See you next time.